Hi, everybody. This is Jeremy from In Bed by Nine. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you're enjoying the episode and wondering how you can support the show, there are several ways you can go about this. First one would be to leave a rating on your preferred, your preferred platform. Um, the second one would be to leave a review. Um, I know not all, not all platforms have the option to leave a review. So if you can't on your platform, um, consider going to Podchaser and leaving a review there. Um, reviews help us get out there, help folks that might be on the fence or looking for something similar to things that they like. Um, just get the show in front of new people. And then finally, um, if you haven't subscribed to the show on, again, your preferred platform, please do so. Um, and also feel free to share it with a friend. Um, word of mouth is such a powerful tool still, and even in the digital age. On to today's episode, and I hope you enjoy it. Hey, 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 welcome to In Bed by Night. I am your host, Jeremy, and the other host, Alex. How you doing, sir? I'm doing well, Jeremy. Just getting lost in data right now, and that's dangerous for me, so um, <laughs> I'm having fun with looking at some stuff here for our talk today. Um, if I could find the thing that I was looking at that I want to be more referencing, I, but we'll get back to it when I can. Um, but anyways, doing well though, overall Good. doing well. Good. I feel like today's going to be one of those, we're not going to have any uh, issues with topics to talk about between last week's you know, interview with WT Tim's and then just everything we've kind of bounced off and just things that have happened in the news in the last week. It's been pretty busy. Yeah, it, it, it has been. And I guess maybe we'll start with, We'll start with our interview last week. We kind of can play off that. Yeah. Um, but what have you done this week overall outside of the world of gaming? Um, I've been doing uh, – just working on stuff for uh, first classes I'm taking. Uh, so I finished that semester up. I'm on one my one-week break until the next group of classes start. And uh, just pushing along there. Um just uh, did some stuff around the house for spring cleaning. And then um, I was able to go back through and get all of my music uh, off of CD on my computer. So considering it's like 1,300 CDs, I was pretty happy, pretty accomplished. So I'm like the proud owner of like 30,000 songs. There you go. Yeah. All legit too, like all of them actually bought, nothing like burned and stolen. So. That's a classic move. That's solid. Yeah, it was a, uh, it was, it was daunting. I was afraid to start it, so I was not sure how it was going to go or how far I was going to get. Or I was imagining it taking weeks. It was almost the point where like I'll just I'll do this next week. So, but how about you? Um, a little exhausted from the weekend. Uh, I don't know about you, but uh, over here where I'm at, it was like two days of 80 degrees, um, which was great because we like went outside. Um, and Saturday, I spent the day with my parents um, and the kids because my dad has a couple dune buggies and we went to go kind of like work on them a little bit. And, you know, they're easy to work on and you can't really mess them up too bad. So it's easy to kind of like, oh, let's figure this out with some duct tape. No one cares. um so the kids were you know having fun doing that messing with the engines getting greasy and spending the day out in the sun my old man best tim taylor pretty much yeah that's what it was it was great my uh the youngest the oldest was diving into the engine with my uncle 
And then when he wasn't busy, he was washing the other one because he said it needed to be cleaning. So that's fine. The youngest one was sitting up in the control panel trying to start it and figure out the wiring system that was happening. And he was literally, it was like he was sitting there thinking like this, holding the wires and like kind of like tracing them with his finger, trying to figure out. I was like, all right, two year old figuring this out. Go to town, kid, make it happen. Future <laughs> bomb that you there. I like yeah. it. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, then Sunday, it was still nice up here. It was supposed to storm, but never did. So we uh, started to bust out all the stuff for summer out of the house. So that all that was kind of pull that out and spend more days out in the sun. Nice. So, you know, after being in the winter, we're both, all of us are got a little bit of the color, a little sunburn. Yeah. Um, is extremely exhausting. <laughs> I don't know why, but yeah. like. The first couple of days are here, yeah. It's yeah. And then I found out I also have about like I have at least three or four different hornets, wasps, yellow jackets yeah. somewhere around in the back because I was trying to do something for the pool and I was getting buzzed like a mofo. No matter what part of the yard I was in, it was a different species. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna get stung. This isn't good. Yeah, I got streamed on Saturday night, which was slightly lackluster because i was kind of out of it so i was like yeah let's play and i ended up playing fortnite with actually a couple of my uh students in my esport program they're like hey we're, we'll play fortnite with you because the way that epic games that does um rocket league transfers over and so they saw me online they saw that i was playing they just jumped over and started playing with me too i was like all right that's fine let's play um so that was fun um we were just ranked second a bunch of times because they don't really work as a team. <laughs> uh, I was like, let's go this way. They're like, why? I'm like, because we're going to go this way and take this one down. I'm like, no, I'm going to go this way. I was like, why? There's a tank over there. I'm like, but the guys are over here. And then we just get picked up one by one. It's like, all right. Let's whatever. all die. Yeah. I was like, whatever. It's having fun. And uh, got raided. My first raid in like probably years. And I was pumped for that. It was a nice little raid from. Uh, the high priestess herself, the high princess, or whatever what she calls it, high duchessy, the high duchess herself, uh, high beam. Um, so I got to use my little like raid video, which is really cool. And the first time I, I made one up, and that's the first time it worked. I'm like, this is super cool. I was so <laughs> excited. Um, so that was pretty cool. You sit there every week just waiting for it, just waiting. It okay, okay, it kicks off automatically, which is nice, and that's even the cool part. Everything kind of goes off on its own. Um, so whenever i get raided i have it set up so uh it instantaneously kind of runs the hey i'm being raided comment comes up and then it runs whoever's raiding me thanks them so his you know says thank you runs their little clip for their video um like a shout out clip and then it pops in my uh little raid video this is oh hey welcome raiders and it does this whole little like i do a little skit for it and i'm like this is great <laughs> so that's a good feeling man yeah it's like this it worked and i'm happy uh because you really can't test it like you really can't test it so it's cool when you get to build some stuff and then over the past couple of weeks i've been creating a list of i need to fix these following things and make these following things work so eh. i was gonna work on that today i'll work on it more tomorrow yeah i might have an impromptu sitting around stream poking buttons and stuff so cool 
will join you so we can criticize, de- demoralize you. Yeah, 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 I mean, we'll just be the audience. I mean, that's all. We're I, in your community. What I really do need, though, is somebody that has like uh, Xbox account that I can have to sit in a, a game with me and just use game chat to figure out why I can get that to work. Huh. If I did, I would, but I actually do not have. Yeah. I need somebody to jump in game chat. That's what I need to figure out. That's my biggest hurdle huh. that I can't seem to correct. So if you need anybody to criticize or demean you, that's not just give me a shout. I'll be there. All right. I will. We're, I will. we're your daytime crowd. We're not as positive and that's you know, positive. Life jaded us a little more. So. I mean, I technically will be employed and working at the same time. So I don't know what's going to happen, but we'll see. Um, <laughs> we'll, find, we'll find the testing site then. Oh, I, I'm done. I'm done for this week. Ah. So I, I, I worked out an, uh, an agreement with the people I'm testing with that I got to take a couple of days off from testing and do like normal work. Okay. So um, I get That's to go back in one day. And so good. I'm like, All right. Thanks. Very good. All right. So let's talk about last week. We're kind of right. on a tangent there. Yeah. So <sighs> last week. That was a that was a great interview. Yeah, if you, haven't, if you haven't heard the interview, definitely go check it out. It was a great conversation on something that wasn't streaming related, and I mean, it kind of fit our realm a little bit of being like parents a little bit because you know he's a parent as well. Um, Keith was a parent, uh, but it was it was a good conversation and just different aspects of the content creating world that many people don't think about. Because when you think content creator, you think about TikTok, YouTube's, Mr. Beast, Shroud, uh, you know, all those just natural streamers slash YouTubers. Um, But you don't really think about, I don't know, podcasters or audio book people. Like, it it was a backgrounds like how he came from just his journey to get to the audio drama side of it where he was you know a prof, you know he taught in academia he was in academia for you know 20 years and yeah. then um decided he wanted to go write a book yeah. and he started off that and then that you know he got his you know did his book but the prop that part of the process he kept saying didn't you know it wasn't the end of it so he ended up getting into the you know going to the next evolution of that of his process which is getting into the podcasting the audio drama things so yeah i mean just yeah. even like the journey was really you know something we hadn't delved into yet i mean you're you're a teacher so we've got you know we've we've touched on on that a little bit yeah but you know it was kind of different to hear somebody's experience of doing it a lot longer than you know you have you haven't been a teacher you know for 20 years Correct. And he did it in, in higher academia. So he did it in the college level, which is more than I could talk to. Um, but I find it one thing I maybe pull out of that I thought was very interesting was the concept of constantly reevaluating and evolving yourself to fit your needs. So mm-hmm. like he left academia because he's wanted to write a book, try to write a book, shopped it around, wasn't going anywhere. It's like, I need to do something and evolve that into audio dramas like yeah 
So like it was an instant, like it, it wasn't natural by any means. I mean, and I was trying to get him to talk about, it cause when I think of people that are like, Oh, I left my job to write a book, you know, they want to write that book. They want to be published. It's like that. Yeah. Uh, especially in higher academia, it's that thing that would love, like, I would love to write a book. I have a book in my mind that I've been thinking about for like years to write, but I probably won't write it because I'm not at a caliber to write a book. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so <laughs> I, I agree. And it's one of those books that like, I thought about one drunken evening back in college. It's been sitting in the back of my mind forever. And uh, I think it'd be a great story. But I think I need to be famous first before I write it to make it go anywhere. <laughs> gonna have to live, go live off your own coattails. Well, it's 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 it's, it's an idea. That's an idea. It's more of those like satire, funny books. But anyways, I'll move on from my stories. Um, <laughs> but I think it was great to kind of have that conversation and just seeing that evolve and that change was very interesting and very in depth. Um, yeah. <laughs> I liked also to uh, even like because we're talking like evolution and his stuff was just like how he came up with because he's got a couple different projects you know that he's working on and another one that he's in you know pre-production that he says they're going to be doing that real soon um, and they're not all the, the same which is cool but you know I, I've really followed Book of Constellations you know mm. that, that he has and just I thought that that part of the interview was really interesting too, just how he, you know, he kind of, we got into you know, humanity, you know, a little bit like the tribal, you know, tribalism and just how yeah. everybody's charged on one extreme or the other. And it didn't matter if it was just politics or a certain topic or, or whatever, but everybody polarized. And I, I think he did a, a real good job of, uh, turning that you know being able to pull an idea and make it work into uh into the auto drama and then just using you know he, he talks about you know the skills that he did have you know he was a capable writer pretty decent at you know pro, you know producing stuff he's got you know experience with you know with the drama and the theater that type that type of thing and uh just you know using the skills that you do have to you know to find something and then just I, the line he left you with you know, to put everything together is, you know, be, you know, passionate about, you know, what, you know, really like what, oh, yeah, what you do. So I, I think it all tied, everything tied. I mean, we covered a bunch of different things, but I think it all tied together really well at the end. So we went all over the place and we, like I said, yeah. we got in some really deep, like you said, we got in some really deep conversation. Um, and I, I was trying to probe him a little bit more about his story and see if he kind of slipped, but he did a really good job. He did a really good job. So <laughs> I, gave him, I gave him props for that. But overall, I mean, it was, it was a great conversation. And if you, if you're listening to this now and you didn't, you didn't hear that one, go back and check it out. Mm -hmm. um, it's a, just a different side of our little streaming world. And the, the, just the, the insights that were given was really deep. And overall gives just different perspectives. And I think it's great. Yeah. I mean, I, I, if I had to do one big takeaway, I would say, yeah, just really be, you know, passionate about what, what you do. And I, I like how he kept saying, you know, trust the process. Yeah. And I think that that'd be my other takeaway, you know, 
uh, you know, different goals, different things like that. Um, you know, I think you have some you know great other he, pointers in there. But, yeah, I mean, but just like you said, recalibrate for yourself. You know what he said? And, you know what he didn't say? Huh. Grind. Grind, exactly. <laughs> I was happy. I, I like the process. Trust the process. So, and that process can it can change but i mean it's it's a it's a road map and i think it, it it was a really good takeaway that you can apply to whatever part of content creation you're going into whether it's tv streaming youtube videos audio dramas podcasts whatever you're doing interviews whatever you're doing also it, those Go ahead, Jeremy. Go ahead. Go, on, go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna kind of like slide into because he did bring up the concepts of how he's how he started to look at working with other people <laughs> and had this concept of like doing a podcasting group. And you know, I kind of asked him because he's only been doing it for what did he say about two years? Yeah, a little over two years, yeah. And I thought it was interesting to kind of bring up because as a general trend, personally, I've been noticing that happening more. You start to see more of these groups, these teams, these organizations starting to pop up working around this concept of specific things. And, you know, I myself, I'm part of a, a couple groups. Um, and I'm looking at a couple of the ones, the joints of either what they believe in or how they function or you know something like that just you know interests me um and so i thought that was an interesting what's what i'm looking for coincidence and like or like it cor- like correlation in a way i don't know i don't know the correct term right yeah. now because it's late and i'm tired um but then i started looking at some data points to kind of see am i losing my mind and officially I am, but one of the things I noticed is so streaming got massively big on Twitch in 2020. Mm-hmm. Pandemic happened, people were at home, people were like, oh, we want to play the game all day. Oh, let's stream. So massive spike in 2020. Like I'm talking shy of 100K new accounts in a year, like, you know. Twitch, yeah. Twitch should have been excited. And then over the last little while, you know, we started to see a decline. In 2021, we started the year after everything going on is with over 120,000 accounts, 120K accounts. And as the year progresses, things start loosening up. People start doing things. Twitch streaming doesn't become the thing that they wanted. They start to see declines. Um, I would point and personally point to the area around December of 2021, January of 2022, you start to see a lot of the streaming groups, unofficial and official, based on like partnerships like that, just growing. And streamers working more along the lines of working together and collaborating differently and and you start seeing that, I think, a little bit more. I think it's a good trend. I'm concerned it's just a trend. But with the massive decline we're seeing in 2022 in the field of Twitch streaming, partially because of 
YouTube as well as just people going back to work on a traditional more basis. It's intriguing to see. Yeah. I mean, it's... A I lot talked different. a lot there. <laughs> yeah, no, no. It's a lot uh, different. We haven't really had that uh, phenomenon. And now you're not... Um, you don't count any of those people there and that the follow for follow. No, uh, not right necessarily right. the follow uh, for follow. Like I'm thinking in my mind. Crash. Yeah, that was, those are. Um, <laughs> so like I joined up an esport program. I'm one of the content creators for an esport program um, <clears throat> that I'm totally under contract for, which is cool. But I'm one of like three people that are uh, content streaming, not just playing games which is fun um the other groups that are out there i kind of notice are like the the partner streamers that create stream groups so you start to have these big big names and they have like once you're partnered you can create a streaming group channel and start to grow that so i see a lot of those and you know i can point to like seven off the top of my head different streamers that i can think of um, and then I'm starting to also notice what they call like unofficial stream teams or stream groups. And those are just like people that as a group of five or six that share a stream channel, a Twitch channel, YouTube channel, and they will then partner out uh, codes to people to join their stuff or stream on that channel. Kind of very similar to that of like a, um partner channel stream grouping but this is where they would part out codes and they would do that um to their channel and they would have like an ideology they follow or a a, a mantra or a code they want to follow um being that of you know streaming specific games to mental health to um you know, doing the one thing or another. So you start to see a lot more of those show up. Hmm. So um, as I yawn, I apologize. But, you know, kind of looking through like all the different teams out there. I mean, you know, let me go back here. My team is the newest team that's on this list. Um, it's like the newest team that's out there is Alberts and then Swala and then the Cat Shelter. I mean, these are all made within the last two days, today, hmm. the last week. And then go back even farther in the last couple of years. Like, it's a ridiculous. I don't know how you compete with a cat shelter. Sorry. Yeah, there's a ridiculous amount of these people, like different names popping up here. And these are. These Is there a are, lot of charity ones? No. So these are actually, these are streams. These are streamers that are partnered. And okay. that are doing this. So you could probably make the connection that you start to see these stream teams coming up two years after streaming has spiked because they're turning these people into partners and instantaneously we're growing stream teams because it's two years and that's an average. If you're if you're hauling it, two years is a good good prospect for you to become uh, some form of Twitch partnered. Nice. No, that's an interesting concept. So. Yeah. Sorry, it's just one of those things that I think about late at night and, you know, staring at the wall and going, 
what about this? I could be totally wrong. I could be just finding random things that kind of make sense. I'm standing in front of a whiteboard going, this is it. This is the conspiracy. But really, I have it. Finally, I can figure it all out. I've got the algorithm. Yeah. But there's too many coincidences that make it fit perfectly well. Hmm. Well, we'll have to definitely keep an eye on it and see what happens over the next few months. I'll be interested to see if you see in the next by December, just like stream stream team stream team wars and like collapsing systems. That'd be interesting. <laughs> that would be that would be interesting. I'll do stream team wars. It'd be fun. Yeah. If there's any teams out there listening, I will join your team and I'll, I'll go to battle for you. I'll be a merc. Sell my services to the highest group. <laughs> so. Sell it for subs. One for you know, one, I'm one night only. He just got me for the weekend. And then I'll Give move on to the next one. Uh, my God, it's uh, the Terminator. Look at him. Be, my goodness. It'd be like it'd be kind of fun, like uh, during the Pike and Shot era of uh, Europe, where they have all those different mercenaries and like different kingdoms. I would just buy up mercenaries just to take over yeah. other kingdoms. I'll get a cool mask and everything. So yeah. me. I'm like, it's the it's the Twitch terrorizer or whatever, you know, that sticks for me and then I'll just go whose dreams will we end this week on streaming? No, but no, that would be a fun concept though. I do that. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. So I don't know. This is something randomly that kind of was thinking about as we were finishing our conversation uh with with uh, Keith there and it's yeah. kind of like hmm that's is interesting that, thoughts. That's winky dinky or no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's see here. What else is out there? News wise. Oh yeah. I was How- gonna say like, somebody news out there. Somebody go has got the Twitterverse. Uh, you know, I offered forty four dollars for it. Now, I don't know why his deal was so much. You know, it's all about people you know. I swear. I I don't know why he paid for it. I just hit it on my phone. I get it for free. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, it's gonna be a. It should be interesting to see what. what there's okay. There's two. There's always so. I use Twitter a lot. Oh yeah, same here. And I don't know. I mean, a lot. There's a lot of big name people that bought media. Like, I mean, Bezos bought. He bought the Washington Post, didn't he? He did. He bought the Washington Post, right? And literally put it there that he's hands off. Like he doesn't do anything. He just was a financial backer and they do whatever they want. Well, and he did say that economically, he doesn't really care about the economics of Twitter. So we'll see if he gets more hands on economics of Twitter. He's more of a hands on I heard that, I read an article that he was mad about. Twitter's control of speech. Yeah. He wanted to loosen that up 
a little bit and fix that. And I was like, I like the control of speech on there a little so bit. The hate speech comes back. Uh-huh. That's the big one I point to. I go, I'm, I'm, I'm all for freedom of speech and saying stuff, but in an atmosphere like Twitter where you're anonymously hiding behind a, a screen, it's destructive and yeah. doesn't really have any discourse. Because all I can do is if I say something angry to you and ugly, I could just turn off my monitor and walk away. Yeah, and you'll never get back to me because I just said the ugly thing to you, and you're just gonna deal with it. <laughs> now, but, if you like, get rid of some of those bots, I'm cool with that. Yeah, but I mean, he's gonna make money. He's mentioned he's gonna make money for the shareholders, and Twitter's been slowly declining in value. Like, even though it spiked in 2020 and everything like that, because everyone was using it, it is starting to back to declining. I think that's 2000. 2017, 2000, well, 2016, 2017 was really low. So economically, it does not look like a viable company. He's taking on tax, tox, toxic assets in a way. And what ooh. I said, like $25.5 billion of it was going to be debt he was taking on. Yes, that's toxic. I mean, he's and, honestly just taking on toxic assets. And he's paying 54 share, and I think that's like 51. But, but it was like 70 bucks a share last year. So, yeah, it's definitely on a... It's on a downturn. Downturn, for sure. I mean, I do think that, you know, actions of Trump and that mass media leaving um, or Max Exodus that happened after that, you know, when he got removed... Um, that hurt Twitter a little mm-hmm. bit. I think so. Um, so there was that was a pretty active segment. Yeah, you know whatever your very active side are. It was yeah, there was, there was a lot of people in it, and it pulled other segments and then yeah. you know were polarized versus you know on there, and then of course everybody else wanted to see what's going on. So yeah, it definitely uh, it definitely uh, cut out. Some of and the like uh, media, like media post wise, like ad wise, I don't get a ton of ads on here. No, which is interesting. So, like, from a media making money situation, I don't get what how they're making the money because I mean, I get ads, um, based on some random games, but most of the time it's pretty, yeah. Chill. I don't know, I, I would have to dig into that to see how the, the ad model works because I, I don't know. I've never even touched it. I've been happy. I've ne- I don't see much, and I'm able to pretty much do what I need to do and and get off. So, yeah. But, but he did say that his main goal is to put an edit button on the thing. That I would agree with because there's yeah. a lot of tweets. I'll misspell one letter on a word and have to delete the whole stupid thing and start over before somebody reads it. And I'm sad that I'm going to say this. I wish he doesn't. No edit button. I'm a I'm an anti-edit person. I think it's a small was it's a small uh like it's the thing that came off your head. It's the first mention in your mind, like you're writing it, you're putting it out there. Like it's one of those like learning moments of do you really want to send that out? You should have thought about it before you hit the button. Like, I don't know. Kofifi moment. Yes. I like it. But I, I think it was. Just, I can see that. It's just one of those things where you're like you did it. It's out there in the world now. 
deal with it. Go, bastard child, go. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know. It's kind of, a, I don't know, it's a good moral lesson in a way. And I think it's kind of cool to see. And then I hope he doesn't do that. Um, and just let it go. I'm surprised it has happened in just over the history, let's be honest. <laughs> I mean, I think I think a lot of um, the Twitter prior execs were in the same boat of it's out there, it's out there, let's let it go. Yeah. So I don't know. I enjoy those like messed up tweets. I do a lot of them, so I enjoy uh, them. Uh, like, I did write now. I don't know. Yeah, I wrote the wrong words entirely. Um, I've been there. Uh, I deleted them for the most part. I, I let them ride. That's me. Welcome to me. As long as it's not like deflammatory or destructive like that, I just like I don't want to write. Right. <laughs> I meant to write a different word. That wasn't yeah. the word I meant to write. <laughs> yeah, that could be. It can happen. That's the bad part. So, what do you think is going to happen, Twitter? Now, I don't think much. Obviously, I don't think much is going to happen. To be honest. Yeah, um, I think. He might put something cute out there just to start to look like he's really getting on top of it. But I mean, there's I mean, that, rocket, I, that, whole, that, whole, that whole algorithm being public. I mean, I don't think that crap's going to happen. And if, okay, here's the thing if the algorithm becomes public, the algorithm then is now destroyed. Yeah. Like, That's not I'm going to publicize the algorithm. All right, now everyone's going to know the algorithm, which they're going to try to play towards it, which is going to destroy it. So it's not algorithm anymore; yeah. it's now just normal. Yeah, I mean, you know, he's not going to call up Mark Zuckerberg and say, "Hey, let's put off make our algorithms public," you know. So, yeah, I don't know. I think it's just, I don't think much is going to change. I think he's got a lot of things going on. Yeah, I think even, well, just, I was to say he's even more divided now. I mean. Yeah. The Tesla folks aren't going to be very happy that you spend less, less, less time with them now. Yeah, SpaceX. I mean, there's a lot of crap going on. The, so. the older children getting all taken away by the younger ones. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, I don't see him changing very much and doing no, anything crazy. Yeah, no. I think it's just this new, I want something and I'm going to go do it type thing. You want a tech space. This is his tech I space. I went and bought, just want to buy Twitter. Uh huh. So it'd be it'd be great to be out of that much money. No one answer. I just want to buy Twitter. Why? Because I want to. Yeah. Are you gonna make more money? No, nah, maybe, maybe not. Is it gonna be something you put, you know, is it toxic? Yeah, it's highly toxic, but I want it. I just want to buy it. For how much? Well, I'm toxic. I'm toxic. $44.0. Like just I got that the, I got that in the basement. Let's pull it up. Let's go walk over there and say, hey, I'll buy it. He's got the personality. He could be fine. Yeah. I don't know. Well, you fix it. Is it cool? I don't. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I use tons. So I'm, I'm on a. I'm on a lot because I remove myself from pretty much Facebook, so it's my only social thing for the most part. Yeah. Oh. Well, honestly. Hmm. <laughs> no one cares about me. They all care about the tutor. So. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's the I mean that's the big news. And I I mean a few of my friends are like, I'm getting off Twitter if he takes over. Blah 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 blah. I'm like, well, bye, I guess. I don't want to tell you. Like, yeah. <laughs> to be honest, like I've had a few, I see a few friends on Facebook and so they're gonna <laughs> to be honest, I, I don't talk to a single one of my real friends on Twitter. Uh-huh. Like my real in life people that I know. 
I don't talk to a single one of them on Twitter. Literally, I don't interact with any of them. Well, it's not like I'm going to say, hey, let's go hang out on Twitter. It's like, no, I'm going to text you if I want to <coughs> hang out with you or do anything. Yeah. I'll call you on the phone. But I don't know. I mean, like I said, I, I, everything going on in the world, you know, there's a less, less people are being online. And I think more people are starting to push themselves outside, push them yeah. into more social interactions. <coughs> Excuse me. Get back to a quote unquote normal, but not even that. Like it's beyond that. I feel like it's springboarding because everyone's been stuck in, ho- in home. Yeah, they're cooped years. up. I think. Uh, yeah. We need to set up a series of trail cameras and then get them onto a Twitch channel and just stream that 24 hours. That's a plan. Might be I would, a, or I would put it put it in front of a target. Like a beach or something. Depending on which direction you want to go. Yeah. But <laughs> uh it's a, it's, a, it's an interesting, but I do see the next, like I said, I by December I would imagine Twitch would be down very low. Twitter interaction would be down low. Elon would be crying that he bought this thing. Um there'd be no interaction on the just I don't know. Yeah. I think the people, the CEOs of Twitter that got out and sold it or whoever owned Twitter at the time got out and sold it at the right time because they probably got the premium dollar for their buck. Yeah, he got out at the right time. Yeah. But nope, it'll be, it'll be, it'll be interesting because Elon, so. Yeah. As long as I don't see a bunch of rockets on here, Tesla car ads, I'm good. Yeah. I think it'll be good for like uh I think it's always good for like that micro micro blogging, like news reporting information. I think that's what Twitter serves a huge purpose for. So like stuff on right. on on the ground and like Ukraine is a good example. I mean people can still get on. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean even even in Russia it's not you know, the internet's cut off. I talked to my friend who lives in out, outside of a city called Chelyabinsk in Russia, they're not blocked. Yeah. I mean, they, they responded within a day, so and then they're not there. I mean, so yeah, let's see. They accept this bid, so it's not final. So we'll see. Yeah. Um. Well, that's all of our topics. Mm-hmm. I think we did kind of. I talk about. I am tired. I will talk more if I don't go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> nope, you're good, man. Yeah, I think we covered everything. For, uh, for oh, not, like I said, it was a really good. You know, that was a really good interview. I was excited to sit down tonight and kind of just digest everything. And yeah. then the Elon thing popped up, so we had to had to get that in there. So, um, yeah. I think next week we'll probably probably be shooting for an interview. Well, sure. I hope so. Like a few more people I reached out to, they're they're like, I'm down. I'm like, all right. Awesome. And I feel say I've got a few that I've touched base with. So um we can go from the the mellow to the uh to the eccentric and way out there. I've had a wide range of them, so we're yeah. not we're not gonna be like and then um yeah, we'll see. Well, um yeah, we'll definitely we'll, we'll get that hooked up. So stay tuned. Uh, next week we'll have a an yeah, interview one way or another on that. So, um, do you have anything else you want to add before we wrap up? Or 
No, as I said, I just, you know, did this little bit of a quiet episode today, and my energy level is pretty zapped from just being a in, in dad and wife. Or, sorry, You're boring dad, husband. Week. You're boring every dad, week. Husband, dad, husband, and teacher all at the same time. I'm just slowly falling asleep. Um, ah, but all good. Next week, I'll be back with be there. My, my vinegar and my fire. Uh, and the potatoes. Oh, and potatoes. So, all right, guys. Well, I think that's going to wrap us up. Um, thank you for listening, and uh, we'll see you next week. And now we have hiccups. All yeah. right, potatoes. <laughs> potatoes.